I got into this because I'd had enough. I was fed up, but I got to put my words into action because I felt that at that moment when I spoke to the Board of Supervisors, there was millions of people listening. As I've sort of become a leader in this movement, I've realized that people want nothing more than to get on board to get their freedom back. If my voice gets heard and helps people, then this has all been well worth it. If my kids have a better America to live in, then this is absolutely worth it. I really don't like this stuff. I never wanted to be part of a production or a movie or, you know, I'd rather be out in the fields fighting somebody. This is the way that we fight. If this is the way that we inspire uh, people to move forward and, and to come on board with us, you know, for the win, then I'll be here. So. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. My fellow Americans, it is time to take our freedom back. John, how's it going, man? It's another great day to be alive. Running yeah, skeleton crew today, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of lonely here. We got Carlos out of town. Lonnie will be here in a minute. So, uh, but we got plenty to talk about. So, what do we want to kick off with? Um, we I, I wanted to show this short video of uh, Representative Clay Higgins from uh, Louisiana, um, kind of drawing a line in the sand, and and uh, I think he gives uh, people courage because um, I think he's speaking the truth with this. Let's uh, play the short little clip, and we'll talk about it. Ladies and gentlemen, the oppressor's intent is for you to comply with their mandates and commands. They don't expect for you to comply with their commands until the end of COVID. They expect you to comply with their commands until the end of time. Let me be very clear to all your oppressors. You've drawn a line in the sand. Be prepared to defend your position because some of us are free Americans and we would rather die on our feet and live on our knees. If you want to get a vaccine, get it. If you don't, don't. That's called freedom. Freedom is what's at stake. And some of us are prepared to carry that fight with every drop of our blood. 
on January the 3rd, 2023, Republicans will be sworn into the majority in this house behind us here. The hallowed halls of Congress shall once again be under the control of Republican conservatives. On that day, myself and many of my colleagues will introduce legislation to reinstate my military brothers and sisters with full pay back into your rank. So stay hard, stay strong, stay in shape. We're gonna get you back in your slot. And to my business brothers and sisters out there, do not comply. Use Article 3. Put your attorneys to work. Stand your ground. You have about a year to make it and survive. You can do it, but stand for freedom, and you'll find yourself in, in the company of patriots from sea to shine and sea. Wow. That's, I love that video. Man, how come I've never seen that guy before? I, I don't know. You know, I've never seen him before, but I had to... Um, throw him out there and just give him some props for being such a stand-up guy and not worrying about you know the heat he's going to take from from being you know saying that kind of talking uh, about holding the line and everything so it was, it was pretty exciting to see people like this uh representatives that represent we the people that are willing to stand up for what's right and you know pr pretty awesome man but that's uh representative clay higgins out of uh louisiana Clay Higgins, and yeah. he looks like a gangster too. <laughs> Man, I like the fedora and the, yeah, the sunglasses the oh, whole time. Yeah. No nonsense. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't think he was messing around either. I think he meant it. Yeah, I, I yeah. think he's speaking the truth, man. I mean, if you can look at you know the the what happened in Virginia, you can look at what happened in New Jersey. You can look at um, but if you look at what's happening worldwide, I mean, we have re the media is not going to show you this stuff. The mainstream media. I mean, there's a lot of alternative medias out there that are showing the truth. But but you got to dig for it. You got to be searching for it. It's not going to just be spoon fed to you. But mm -hmm. I mean, if you're out there doing the digging, there is resistance going on all over the world. I mean, millions of people. Um, you know, I just read a study. There's about 500 million people that are, you know, resisting tyranny worldwide, which, um, you know, I'm pretty excited about. I think that the tides are turning. And um, I think these people who have pulled the biggest Ponzi scheme off and the the history, as far as I'm concerned, is our modern history is probably the biggest scam that's ever, you know, happened. And I think their Ponzi scheme is going to collapse like a house of cards. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be a lot of reversal stuff they've put in motion, though, because they've put so much in motion. You know, it's going to be a lot to unwind. But Oh, absolutely. I think, I think it will. It'll yeah, the be, supply chain is not just going to fix itself overnight. No. And the jobs and people that had to shift careers and people that are moving state to state and all the different effects that are going on. It's going to take a little bit to correct. It's kind of like it it's a lot easier to get out of shape than it is to get back into shape yeah, after there being. You go. There you <laughs> it's go. a lot more work oh, to, <laughs> to get it back than it is to to lose it. But um, hey, hey, play that uh, video about um, resistance worldwide going on. I just want to throw this out there real quick. Where's this from? Just, just, uh, yeah.
you, uh, those of you who are listening, we're and not watching this. We're showing a video in, of people in all over the world: Australia, England, um, New Zealand, um, the United States, Spain, Italy, millions of people, Portugal, Switzerland, Switzerland. everywhere, huh? Yeah, there's there's a lot more people resisting this than uh, what the mainstream media is going to let you know about. That's for sure. Morocco, Italy. Yeah. Anyways, wow. Uh, that get, that makes me excited when I see this kind of stuff because it's it. You know, we're we're not alone in this. We you know this is a, a worldwide agenda, and um, you know it seems I, I'm pretty happy to see all these people just resisting all over. Well, a lot of those countries were locked down even tighter than than we were. I think that's why you're seeing those those kinds of crowds. You know, there versus here, we we're not getting crowds that big. Um, well, I mean, there's been some in New York that are huge and, and, um, yeah, we haven't, but they're, see, now they're pushing harder in New York with the vaccine passports and telling you you can't go to the restaurants and you, I mean, they're, they're already restricting all kinds of, uh, um, everyday type of activities that where they're creating a two tier society, you know, where you can't participate in everyday life if you are not vaccinated in New York. So you are seeing, I wouldn't have expected to see such a big pushback in, in New York, but there's some, some really big crowds out there too. Oh yeah. They're tired of, tired of garbage piling up in the street and fire, fire uh, stations closing and a good percentage of the police forces getting forced out right now. Yeah. How'd you like to be in one of those places, you know? like it, it looks like a third world country some of the blocks and stuff they showed almost even worse than the homeless camps we have down long beach and stuff really it's just straight out garbage yet oh really yeah in new york because it, of the walkouts on, on yeah, the services yeah oh there were uh one video um i've got maybe i could send it over here a little bit but they got, there's a video out of everybody dumping their garbage at de blasio's uh property i don't know if you guys saw that yeah, because there's the, nobody picking up their garbage, so they're just hauling it to build the Blasio's house. Every no race, way, oh, every race, color, and creed, man. It was not. I mean, it was a nonpartisan, non-religious. I mean, it was just all different groups of people. Like, screw that, we're gonna take it to your place, then De Blasio, and they just started throwing their garbage oh, over the freaking fence. Yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> well, and you know, I think I want to be accurate about the joy of it. Is it's like you're saying, you know, you're excited. Well, it's just people resisting it. You know, yeah. we all came together because we just resisted it in our own little business, our own little worlds. But because and then we could see it coming, you know, it's like, hey, get ready. Get, we're going to resist. Resist now. Do not comply. As that representative said, that's how we're resisting. So here, though, you may not be joining a rally. Stop complying. You know, stop being complicit to it. Start start pushing back, whatever that looks like, because it's otherwise we're going to end up in the street like this where everything's shut down and trash is piling up. I'd rather do it before that personally, but I don't know where everybody else is. <laughs> oh yeah no it's it's exciting and and way past due should yeah. should have done it right off you know but yeah. they <clears throat> the media has just done such a good job in in uh keeping the fear factor alive i mean can you imagine if if somebody would have told you last march or april that hey man next november this is still going to be going on and it's even going to be worse than it is now. You would have never believed it. Yeah. No, you'd have said no way not. would Americans put up with that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What was it? Austria. I saw us shutting down. Yep. You know, they're, they're locking everybody down and mm -hmm. it's like 69% vaccinated. 
And the, I mean, what are you doing? It's just, <laughs> it's just crazy. Right? Out in uh, the Netherlands, are doing lockdown stuff out there again. And um, I, I was a uh, had a business meeting with a gentleman from uh, the Netherlands. It was about a couple weeks ago, and and he was like, "Oh, I think next year everything will go back to normal." I'm like, "No, it's not. It's because everything was starting to get better and start to get better. But that's what they do. They give you a little bit of freedom, and then they clamp back down on you. And from what I understand, pretty much everybody in the Netherlands is vaccinated for the most part. Because my friend flew out there, and you know, he he does a lot of bus- millions and millions of dollars of business with these guys, and and uh, they do a lot of trading back and forth. And and they had to hire a special doctor to fly uh, to come around and and test him like all the time. Really? Yeah, yeah, so because he was everybody else was vaccinated, he was like some freak show. But he's like, "Hey, dude, I'm not vaxxed. I'm not going to get a vax." Yeah, and they're like, "Well, hey, we'll just hire this." I mean, that's how much they landed at the freaking soccer game in a helicopter, like high roller type stuff. Yeah, but they had yeah. to hire a doctor to follow them around and test them oh every so gosh. often. <laughs> well, it's kind of like fishing. This these tyrants, you know, they're they're reeling us in. Well, they can't just lock the the reel and just just hog us out of the water man because of the line will break you know so they gotta they gotta let you they've got to give give and and then they get more and then give a little get more that's a good analogy because people get used to it i mean i i talk to people all the time they're just kind of getting where it just feels well maybe this is just the new normal you know yeah yeah well on the mask thing too even that still sticking around it's definitely seems like the minority when i go out though yeah you know a lot of employers you can tell when the employees are all wearing them, except for a few, you know, that might be weirdness there, but yeah, just the psychology, you know, we were in meetings um, last week that talked about how it's affecting the teens and the youth. And this is the long-term effects of this. Yeah. The vaccine, because we don't know what that's going to be, but also just right. the psychology for these kids, Yeah, the masking alone and none of it's working. All their techniques have not worked. No, no, it's been just sustaining. You know, you'll get your freedom back when you do this. It's just, you know, the fishing line's great analogy or the slave to master analogy. I mean, they're real when you start unpacking them a little bit. It's like, dude, that's blatant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not your slave. I want to get shirts made. I'm a servant to my people, and my, but I'm not a slave ever. No. Never, ever. You start treating me <laughs> like a slave, I'm going to start pushing back hard. Oh, yeah. And that's what they're doing. They're just not given choice, and, you know, it's just painful and then all the testing that's coming down the pipe too and how 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 employers you know they're saying okay you have to test all your people you know so that was a guy in chp i talked to well they gave them all expired testing kits they gave them no training to do it you know it's like it's just logistically not even possible you know they're not staffing everything we've talked about that before but it's like so many failed attempts at what they're doing with this thing nothing's working yeah, and some of those tests now, they're saying some of them are dangerous. Uh, a doctor was telling Emily because she was saying that she's going to have to be testing to keep teaching out at the high school. And he said, well, be careful which kind you use because some of them have, and I forget the name of the material. It almost sounded like the, the graphene mm-hmm. oxide, but that's a, a carcinogenic on there. So don't be using those. Tell them you want. And that's going to go safe. right into your system. You yeah, know, going up your, up your nose like that, and yeah. then just the damage it does to your yeah. sinuses, the mechanical your, damage. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, according to one of my buddies, that's a teacher. Uh, they you can they're required by law to offer a, a saliva test. Yeah, but it inconveniences them a little bit, so you have to be willing to inconvenience them. Yeah, well, they're inconveniencing you, so you might as well send it 
So I found <laughs> I found out this uh, morning that one of the um, the COVID test facilities is being investigated for um, selling the DNA. So apparently they're taking wow. um, your swabs and they know who you are, and then they're selling that DNA to third party. Uh, and they got caught, and so now they they were saying, oh, we're doing it to try to better help human, you know, science and stuff like this. But it's right. just like, what? That's not your DNA. No, it's just like, when did the scam stop with this stuff? Yeah, yeah. Now uh, I talked to a guy the other night at the Freedom Coalition meeting, and he sounds like he's in HR for Caltrans, and they're basically telling him, you know, to update. I mean, if you're going to apply here, you have to be vaccinated. Or, or don't bother, you know, mm-hmm. and they're telling him to ask people that are applying, you know, and he won't. So he feels like it's just a, just a matter of time. He, he was fired up, man. Oh, it's like, I'm not asking him that, you know? And uh, so he's gotten called in and I talked to one of his coworkers that said, oh yeah, they called him in and chewed his butt. And he said, well, I'm not doing it. You do whatever you have to do, you know? And he's just a young guy. I mean, early twenties, you know, he sounded, he, I think he's an immigrant. He sounded British, you know, come here to America, the greatest, freest country in the world and the, barely get a job going. And they're trying to turn you into a, yeah. a Marxist right off the get go, you know? Yeah. It's yeah, interesting. These people for him that, resist it. These, <laughs> these people that come from communism, you know, and they know it firsthand, you know, and they come here, you know, they came here before all this COVID stuff and, and, um, in our, in our freedoms and liberties have been eroding over, you know, the years, but I mean, to, in the last couple of years, I mean, it's just happening so fast, but I mean, I, the people I know that, uh, are from other countries who come from, you know, uh, communist countries, they're like, they see it, they know exactly what's going on and yeah. they're like, they're blown away. They're like, man, this is, I didn't come to America for this. Yeah. Yeah. No way. Well, how do we keep turning the tides? That's the discussion, right? The freedom coalition is a big deal. School big boards deal. are getting big pushback. School boards. So, so I've got a, this is the resolution that the Cottonwood Creek Charter School adopted last Tuesday. And uh, I won't read the whole thing, but it has some bullet points that I believe that the regular Cottonwood Union School District, they're saying that uh, they're going to adopt it, I think, tomorrow night at their board meeting, too, or they're going to vote on it. So, But the bullet points say uh, Cottonwood Creek Charter School lacks the legal authority to mandate the COVID-19 vaccine for students. Uh, the benefits of the COVID-19 vaccine do not outweigh the potential harm for students. Um, so simple. Yeah. The right to informed consent should not be ignored. A vaccination mandate discriminates against students and staff who have recovered from COVID-19. Yeah. Um, a COVID-19 vaccination mandate would infringe upon the Cottonwood Creek Charter School students and staff's fundamental right to bodily integrity. And a COVID-19 vaccine mandate would also infringe upon the student's fundamental right to an education. Um, Cottonwood Creek Charter School cannot justify the burden of COVID-19 mandate to support such a blatant and serious infringement of its students' fundamental rights. So... I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot more in there, but that's yeah. the main gist. That's the main body of the resolution. And so, with that, they're just going to not follow the mandates. Not. They're, they're just going to run, operate how they see fit. They are. Yeah. And so, um, 
one piece of news that's kind of that's kind of leaking right now is the guy and I, I don't remember if he's a state senator or an assemblyman in California, but his last name's Pan. He's the guy that that wrote wrote it into law a few years ago that there's no religious or medical exemptions for vaccines for mm-hmm. school. Right. And because up to that point, they would accept the exemptions, you know, but he is writing one right now that's going to write COVID-19 into, into that. Yeah. Into that. And, um, so what's, what's kind of coming down the pike now is after they saw the amount of kids, the percentage of kids that stayed home, especially in the rural areas, you know, 40, 50% of kids stayed home. Right. In some areas it was 70, 80%. And, you know, so say in the cities, it was way less, but I'll bet you it was still 10, 12, 20% 20 of the kids. Cut it in half. That'd be 20. Sure. So once they saw that. All of a sudden now they say even Newsom and some of the the, the powerful Democrats in, in the state Senate are telling this guy to kind of back off. Let's mm-hmm. just leave it a mandate instead of making it law. Because once they make it law, that yeah. changes everything. Yep. But as, as, it, as long as it's a mandate, then the schools can accept exemptions. Right. And that's what schools need to know. So, so they can basically just accept all exemptions. Just let everybody know that, hey we're just going to consider you exempt unless you state otherwise, yeah. you know, kind of reversing on them. So, well, you know, you good. know, what's wild is no, mm-hmm. no kids are dying from this. You know what I mean? We want, what is there? 80 million or I'm sorry. How many people are from five to 11? I think that, well, maybe 60 million or something like that, or maybe it's, I don't remember. Or I, don't I forget. Remember. I was looking anyways, there's, there's obviously tens of millions of kids that are between five and 11. And we want, now we want these kids to get vaccinated for what? None of them are dying. Right. You know what I mean? Like, where's the logic in this? And um, they're, they're adding, and, and this is really wild, but they're adding uh, uh, tromethamine, okay, which is uh, a drug that is used to treat heart attack victims, okay? It combats uh, blood acidity. But, I mean, why are they adding a heart attack medication into this vaccine that is for 5 to 11-year-olds, you know what I mean? This is this that, is that, insane. That implies, Why? that implies that there's a it causes heart issue. Common right? sense immediately. Common sense would tell you they're trying to prevent yep. uh, symptoms from happening. At least mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to counteract be a long term type thing, but at least right. for the short short term, put a band aid on it to where mm-hmm. these kids don't start dropping dead but i mean i don't know why else you would add a, a heart attack medication into a kid's i mean kids don't when do kids get heart attacks five to eleven yeah. year olds yeah. yeah strokes and heart attacks all of a sudden yeah hey can you Super pull that weird. thing up eli i uh just texted you so just, on that school thing though it's really what's interesting about that and the, what you're mentioning about kind of the leak out effect just to go back to that sorry john and we'll get your no no you're video good. rolling but um the uh we won't ever probably know the conversations in the background, but I'm wondering if that has to do with the, um, you know, but the teachers union effect on the recall election and everything. That's why you saw the divide, the, the unions that I was just told this, um, by another union member in the, um, not in the unions that I'll mention, but corrections contributed to Newsom's recall campaign right in his favor so did the teachers union well corrections said I don't want we don't want the mandate so they're not getting it and then the teachers union said we want it and we want the kids to have it because we don't want to get sick 
And that's what we're seeing that agenda play out. Well, when you play out that agenda, just three steps down the line, you start right. shutting down schools. You're starting to shut down union jobs. Even if so you don't, now even if flipping, the school doesn't right? shut all the way down, but say you lose 25% of the staff because of less yep. students, I think they're finally realizing. Yeah. They're realizing, oh, wait, we can't just push this on the people over here. Yeah. So, you know, and it could be strategy, who knows, in the background, Newsom knew it. He took the dollars, yeah, I'll placate to him, and then I'll shift this stuff around. And we're just sitting back going through a whirlwind of what they're going to actually bring down the pipe. But he has to make it look like, well, I just got those campaign dollars, so I'll make it look like I'm going with what you did. But, you know, it's all this strategy in the background where it's like, let's if we strip all that back and get back to people that just want to serve, you know, I know that's purist to think, but we've got to move that direction. It is a lot harder to get back in shape. We're kind of fat, and we've got fat egos and fat people up top, but we need to get back to those that are skinny and aren't getting in those positions to just be swampy. They actually want to serve, make California a better place. It's a great place. It is. So get rid of those people. And I wanted to mention before I forget, that's that's what happens when you get my age. <laughs> you got it. When a, when a thought pops in your head, you just, just go. shoot it out yeah. there. But uh, did you guys see where they rated or graded the hospitals in California? No, I didn't see that. So one of my customers was just telling me that, uh, so they graded these hospitals and Mercy Medical Center got a D on a A through F grading wow. system. And the other... The other one in town got an A, Shasta, is it Shasta Regional? Shasta Regional? Yeah. Really? It got an wow. A. Interesting. And, and uh, it's kind of funny. You got one that's running off all their help. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. That's a, that's a. I wonder what that's a, yeah. I always wonder what those ratings, what's behind it. I know. know. I don't how know. How they classify them or what. I wonder what they would have rated before they got all the good people who uh, now don't work there. And they got all these people trying to fill in for really important jobs like Josh's, who's a perfusionist. Who, yeah. they, who they got doing his job now, you know? who? Yeah. What about all these other great nurses and doctors and people that aren't going to, you know, comply with getting the, the vaccine and now they're not there anymore. I know my business would suck i mean if if i had half the staff that i do right now and i was trying to just throw whoever in there that was willing you know oh, it'd to be comply. such a train wreck if it'd i be, lost my people oh it would be horrible no. i mean it takes a long time to build i <laughs> yeah. mean to get everything running <laughs> smooth and it's constant maintenance to keep everything running smooth and then oh yeah yeah well, I mean, it's that, probably a lot you would lose a lot of your best too because they oh, would be absolutely. the free thinkers yep. and the leaders you know they're independent like, thinking yeah critical yep. thinking that's why you have them in you know uh, more dynamic roles, which right. are going to be leadership roles. And so then, yeah, you blast them out of there. I just wanted to finish up my point earlier yeah. about the, uh, the heart attack medication being added to, uh, children for five to 11's vaccine, which is kind of fishy to me. And, uh, obviously if you're a detective, you can come up with your own, uh, motive behind that. But, um, so I just wanted to ask the question, uh, how many kids do you know that have, uh, myocarditis, pericarditis, strokes, heart attacks, blood clots, functional neurology disorder, Bell's palsy, uh, spontaneous deaths. Okay. How many do you know? I'm asking you as, as the listeners and, and, you know, because, um, you know, we can look at data and everything, but just, I'm just saying, let's take a mental note right now of how many people do we know that have these problems? It's zero. You know, I mean, you don't know anybody from five to 11 that's dealing with any of this stuff. So I'm just curious to see, you know, yeah. and, and after all these kids are getting jabbed, you know, how many, uh, let's see what happens to that number, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good thing just to kind of note status at different, you know, uh, time, you know, timestamps of different statuses of our health. Cause yeah, I mean, if you start 
even when we, it started, we were tracking deaths. Then it went to cases. Then it went to this. Now it's unvaccinated versus vaccinated. Just a rabbit trail. You know, we're bouncing all over the place. And I think, I haven't checked it this in, in the last seven days, but it seemed like Shasta County was on the decline where they were, that comes as news, you know, right after they were slamming Shasta County for our vaccination rates. And I'm thinking, huh. Now our cases are falling. Maybe the natural immunity that a ton of people have been talking about is working, you know? <laughs> well, how else would our numbers be dropping and everyone else is going? But I haven't tracked it that tight because it's just kind of hard to read between the lines of what they're actually recording and documenting. It's and hard. The news always spins it a little bit, and it's, you know, so it's just hard. It's really hard to track it. You have to really be dedicated. I'm always asking the people at the hot, you know, that work at the hospitals, Hey, you guys, you know, what are you seeing? And they always know the exact numbers of how many COVID patients there are and stuff like that. The ones that I talk to, but I think, I think we're going to see, um, you know, a lot more people, especially with the hospitals, you know, where we're going to Shasta regional medical is probably gonna have to pick up some slack for mercy because people probably aren't going to want to go to mercy if they're getting graded a D and they're not getting the service you want. So they're going to be overwhelmed from that. And then, uh, mercy being dysfunctional um, and and not running uh, at optimum uh, level is probably going to be having their issues also, you know. So I, I and I think on on a global scale, um, we're going to be seeing a lot more um, people getting sick this year because of ADE and um, you know people who are vaccinated, their immune systems are are dropping at three to seven percent. Um, a, a week right now on average. So um, we're going to see, I, I don't think the boosters are going to cut it, but Hey, this is just my opinion, but we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. But I think we're, we're, I think last year was for the most, it was a hoax. Um, there was a lot of um, actors going to hospitals and acting like they were overwhelmed. And then you go there 10 minutes after the live broadcast and there's nobody there. You know, everybody doing the TikTok dancing, you know what I mean? And the empty hospitals, they were preventing people from going to the hospital because they were overwhelmed. But then everybody I know that was going to the hospitals was saying how there was nobody there and how it was great that it was like, like over, nobody was there. But I think that's going to be, uh, my prediction is that this is going to be a rough winter myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think a lot of people are bracing for that. Not only the mandate stuff coming down the pipe, but, you know, people are, even if you just take stress, you know, which crushes nat- your natural immune system and the levels that we've been dealing with now for two years, it's going to be, it's going to be a tough go, you know? So, you know, from my standpoint, owning the gym and monitoring all my members and people's health, it's, you know, good sleep, low sugar, trying to do the basics, you know, get your vitamin D when the sun's out, drink a lot of water because I've read a lot of studies that talk about cold and flu season. That one of the setups is all our holidays. You know, we blast ourselves with candy on Halloween, which lasts oh, yeah. about two weeks, which just crushes <laughs> immune system. And then, you know, you're not getting the vitamin D and the ultraviolet rays killing all the viruses on surfaces. And then you overeat Thanksgiving, you go hibernate, you go to around a bunch of people. It's like this whole recipe when we're low in vitamin D, which is huge for immunity, you know, you're just natural immunity, cold, flu, everything. So there's this recipe during the holidays that we, you know, got it. just be mindful of. If you want to take yeah. action, that's another way to defy this thing is just fortifying your own body. I've been saying that from the beginning, but we've talked about that natural remedy, you know, recipe. Like now is a time to reinvigorate that into your lifestyle so that you can get through this holiday season, you know, 
strong. I'm doing some solid food vacations, which is juicing, which makes everyone's head pop, but it's really good for your system. You know, it's high, high mineral content, vitamins, everything. And it shuts down your gut, which where a ton of your immune it comes from. And it lets everything kind of reset. And you don't have to do something super extreme. Maybe it seems extreme to a lot of people, but 24 hours, 48 hours, different stuff like that. Start looking something up. Create a little challenge in your family. Do something, you know, with your workplace so that you're bolstering yourself against what's coming down the line, mentally, physically, everything. Otherwise, we just sit back stressed, waiting for the next mandate, waiting for is the vaccine going to work for those vaccinated, unvaccinated, who's got the cases and all that other stuff, like take the action now. So, well, I have a buddy that's religious about juicing old Dan Scoville that came was yeah. on the show every morning. I mean, it's lots of greens, beets, mm-hmm. uh, turmeric, uh, cinnamon. He has this, this kind of a recipe, you know, that he throws in there every day yeah. and he's been doing it for about two years now and he swears by it. Yeah, he well, said it changed his life. Absolutely. Mother nature is amazing and there's yeah. all different, I mean, there's thousands of different options, you know, oh, to, yeah. to, and a lot of different herbs and, and that's plants that do the same yep. thing. And that's yep. why Lonnie's like, Hey, do your research. Cause it's not like there's, Oh, this is the, this is the way yeah. there's like so many different ways from different cultures. And yeah, I mean, this I mean, is, this is common knowledge for centuries and thousands of years, yeah. you know, that people have been using totally. mother nature. Totally. And food discipline, you know, that's a, that's the seed bed for a lot of other areas to be disciplined. So if you, if you're, moving into these times and you know you're going to be hogging down on thanksgiving just maybe do a little bit of prep flexing that discipline muscle so that you can taper off and not just hog out until new year's till from now till new year's and then i get all the people waving into the gym i got a new year's resolution i just gained 20 pounds over the holidays i'm like all right then they go back lose 20 pounds and they're back out of the gym i'm like come on stay with it you know? so, yeah. yeah some of them don't make it a week they'll oh, come no. a couple of days and yeah. they're just like oh yeah that's not for me you know? <laughs> yeah i don't have time for that <laughs> or we could just disregard uh all that stuff and just get vaccinated over and over and over and over you know so uh you know the third dose increases immunity so after the fourth dose you're protected once 80 percent of the population has received the fifth dose the restrictions can be relaxed and the sixth dose dose stops the virus from spreading I'm calm and believe that the seventh dose will solve our problems and we will have no reason to fear the eighth dose. The clinical phase of the ninth dose confirms that the antibodies remain stable after the 10th dose and the 11th dose (laughs) guarantees that no new mutations will develop. So there's no longer any reason to criticize the idea of a 12th dose. Yeah, who's I that? Mean, who'd that come from? I'm not quite sure, but uh, it's just (laughs) something that popped up. Yeah, (laughs) I thought it was funny though. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And thin in the herd. Hey, you know, it's happening right now. If you're going to just keep taking those shots, you might be the one getting thin to start considering that. So they admitted that, um, you know, that the vaccine doesn't uh, reduce transmission, you know, and yeah, they have just, admitted that now. I yeah. mean, they've Fauci admitted said it, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. they, they're all admitting it. It's just like, they're, they're telling us it's a scam. I mean, and, and now they're going to tell you, Hey, you just got to get a booster shot, a booster shot, a booster right. shot. I mean, Get vaccinated once, get it twice, get it three times. Now they're already pushing the fourth one. Other countries are even probably, I think Israel's on their sixth one getting pushed Are they now. sixth already? They're at I least thought they fifth. were three or four. Mm, they're, a month I remember ago when they got something. their fourth, yeah. So they're uh, they're working on their fifth one then. Yeah. Yeah. So they're, they're How do I get on, a double dose of grit to people right now? How do I give them some grit? I, Is that coming a shot? Can we model that real quick? <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, is, is people have died from the flu and pneumonia for since, I mean, the, the 
all through human history. Yeah. And I mean, what percentage of your friends get a flu shot? I have no idea. I don't ask. I don't ask. None of my business. <laughs> but but I, I mean, very few that I know yeah. that talk about it. I've had a few guys say, oh, yeah, well, I got one once, but then I was sick all yeah. winter, you know. So I've I heard don't. more of those stories. Maybe because they want to verbalize that. You know, exactly. Know, but. but, you know, I mean, they, they weren't fearful, even though flu could kill you. Yeah. In oh, fact, a fact among children, you were talking about kids not getting it. That This is... This came out at that uh, congressional hearing that that Ron Johnson put on. He said, he said that 400 kids have died of COVID in 2020 and 2021 combined. It's 400. In 2019, in one year, 480 kids died from the regular flu. Right. So they, they basically have twice as hard a time with the regular flu. Right. And yet... Parents aren't rushing out getting their kids flu shots. Well, no, what do we I mean, have? Like one flu case this year? No, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, no. and then when you, so then when you, okay, exactly what you just said, how does our, our, the leader of California come to a conclusion that he needs to mandate vaccines for kids then? Cause nothing supports that and they won't release their numbers of why campaign dollars supports that theory. If the teachers union were saying, I want all the kids are pushing it, which would be interesting to substantiate who knows backdoor conversations and rumor or hearsay, you know, so I don't know, but you see that they wanted early on, they were some of the first that I saw in California doing vaccine passports or testing passports and all that different stuff to get in schools. You know, they're having kids present a piece of paper just to get to school. So that was one of the first places that really got crazy about it. So it does make sense. That part, it still doesn't make sense to actually mandate it. The governor should be able to be insulated from that type of pressure. But here we are. Well, and I've even heard of kids telling their parents, you know, man, I just want to get it so that things will be normal yep, for me. I know. And that's because that's what's being pushed to them at school. Mm -hmm. They don't just come up with that on their own. You that's know the I mean? long game of pressure. Parents. Yeah. Oh, it absolutely. Is. Yeah. And then the parents are trying to convince the kid not to. It's creating a lot of difficulty and strife, you know, because how, how are they going to keep spending this thing? You know, because they tell you, oh, it's all going to go back to normal if you just get vaccinated. And then it's like, yeah, people got to be realizing now it's like, well, I got double vaccinated. I got a booster. Now I got to get another booster. And, and I'm still I mean, wearing my mask. Yeah. And, and then, well, yeah. and it doesn't prevent transmission. It doesn't prevent me from dying. It, it, uh, it, I still got to wear my mask. I've like, life was supposed to go back to normal because I was, I was, I was yeah. a good servant, a good peasant and got my, my double, triple jab. And yeah, here we are still and living that's so, in fear. And it's also very short sighted. You know, you got to check that for a second because people are saying, well, you know, this job right now I have or my career, well, we don't know anything long-term for this thing. No one ever has claimed long-term effects. It's never been talked about. No, so, they know in the animal trials. Right, which is why all these style of vaccines have died in animal trials. <laughs> they couldn't get them through. You know, all the SARS vaccines and all that history that we have. So now you have people for the short term getting it, getting the shot and it's like, Oh, it just crushes me because I'm thinking, gosh, that's your daughter. You got to fight that tooth and nail yeah. because she's still, you know, even in her 20s may not have that fortitude to go. What about kids down the line? What about birth defects? What about cancer effects? All these different things because the spike proteins now hanging out after post shot. They have proved that in studies. So we don't know the long term and it is targeting its higher concentrations in reproductive organs. I mean, it's like, wow, all this information and just for a certain job right now. Man, okay. I guess you're just writing all that off in the long term. So thinking long term, it's just 
you weigh, do the risk versus gain, which is quick filter. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it. I think it's easy for like a, a guy like me that's never, not like, I mean, I had to go to school for a year to have my job, you know, and yeah. it was easy. I mean, I was back in those days, I think I was drunk most of the time. I was <laughs> at the barber school. But anyway, uh, there's people that have spilled their guts, you know, between these doctors and nurses that have mm-hmm. really had to lay it all on the line to get their job. And I'm sure it's a different level of, holy crap, I've invested. And yeah. they, and they, most of them do what they want to do. They love it. You know what I mean? They love helping people. They're not there because you're going to get rich, yeah. you know, being a nurse. I mean, pretty much everybody I know that went into that field, they did it because they really want to help people and they thrive on it and it makes them happy. And it's like, yeah. it's their passion. Yeah. You know, and now you're, I mean, that's got to be pretty hard to walk away. That's not right. just a job, you know, that's not just a paycheck. No. And that was on, on the public safety side. That's the glue that keeps people in it. You know, having been in it for years, it is more of a calling. It's more of a passion because it's a higher stress, higher training level, longer schooling, yeah. weight. I tested for six years just to get in test after everything that was within my realm, the test and that I qualified for, for fire departments for six years. I mean, that's even rare. And then it's you know, ongo- and then ongoing training. It's, it's ongoing. Like, it doesn't yeah. stop. So it's thousands upon thou- thousands of hours of dedication. And you, you know, you're constantly feathering that family first versus job when you really break it down because of the dedication it takes to, or at least how I took the job, it took, it was pretty serious. So then for me to walk away from it stuns a lot of people. It's shocking. It's definitely out of the norm, but I have my reasons and now I'm stoked that I did it because they were, it was a good evaluation at the time that I was in and, and even right now. But for those people now that are just getting that jerked and they haven't had time to work through that, it's brutal. But I do think a lot of them, if you if you wait till the final, I mean, I'm not an attorney, so this isn't legal advice, but go see an attorney because if you wait till the firing and don't quit, this- Then I mean, you, lose it, it, you lose it all then. Yeah, if you just quit, you're gonna lose it all if you don't wait for to get fired. Yeah. You're not even gonna have anything to fight for. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, it is. It is. But you know what? The difference too is partly is those in a lot of those jobs, if you're in, in the fire or say CHP and I mean, they, in some ways they've already had a lot of their liberty taken from them. Mm-hmm. You can't just go wherever you want and do whatever you want. And I mean, because they have department policy that says, you know, you won't be involved in certain things or, mm-hmm. I mean, oh, cause yeah. we like, we, for instance, we had a gun show in Cottonwood and um, we, we had to have security. We had guys spend the night cause these guns were in this building overnight. So we all took turns and one of my buddies at CHP signed up to take a shift and mm-hmm. he called me back and said, Oh no, my Lieutenant says I can't. Yeah. Can't, right. vol- can't volunteer for that. And I was thinking, well, it's on your off hours tell your Lieutenant to pack sand, right. but they can't. So they're yeah. already, they're already a little more used mm-hmm. to almost kind of like the military. They're used mm-hmm. to, Give well, up a little more of their freedom. Then. Yeah, you're you're 100 accurate, and that's what one of the things that wore me down. You know, is you don't have flexibility. A lot of the flexibility that you have, being an entrepreneur or your own business owner, you're pretty pigeonholed. Yeah, you know, to what you can do, earning dollars, what what you want to do in your off time. You know, there's a lot of pressures, and that's what I mean. Where your priority, it's real tight there, and doctors and nurses too. I mean, it's long shifts. It eats at you physically, mentally. It's high stress stuff. So yeah, it's hard to walk away from it because then what else do you do? It's yeah. the, it's the stuff that makes you feel alive, you know. So you have to do a big pivot in your whole how you're operating to make that move. That's a tough one. So 
So we had the um, the Oroville uh, City Council. Oh yeah, stand up and we, maybe we could talk about a couple local victories. I like talking about these victories, man, because I feel like we're yeah. you know we're starting to see pushback and and um, you know obviously I the momentum's going this way, but I mean Orville voted uh, six to one their city council to declare their city uh, a constitutional republic, and yeah. they're not going to enforce or recognize any of these bogus laws or mandates. You know, pretty freaking epic. You yeah, know? for sure. Yeah, yeah, just throw it up there real quick since we're talking about local. And we had, we had another uh, school locally stand up. Um, Northern California, a 5-0 vote. Uh, the governing board of the Calaveras Unified School District decided at a Tuesday meeting not to enforce, support, or comply with Gavin Newsom's mandate, which would require all students at public, public, charter, and private schools to receive COVID-19 vaccines following full federal approval of shots for their grade span. But anyways, just showing more resistance, you know. Yeah. What a great job these guys are. I mean, there's people standing up all over the place. This is right here close to us, so I figured I'd bring it up. Yeah. Yeah. And that was... You can pull um, it down, Eli. <coughs> Uh, I heard from a parent that went to the uh, junction, or it was a Zoom meeting from the way I understand it, but two of their school board representatives actually just resigned. Really? Because it was, and it really was reflective of the board of supervisors, right? They're sitting up there saying, well, that's not the majority. That's not the majority. Well, a couple of moms, you know, power to them. They said, I'm running a survey on our parents at junction. Well, it ended up 90% were anti all the mandates. So, oh, yeah. so a couple of the board members were just like, I can't follow that. I didn't realize that that's who I'm representing. And so I just resigned, which good they resigned. But then I just thought to myself too, right on the back end of that, we need to go, okay, what, people are getting into these seats for the wrong reasons. You're supposed to represent just that, not your own agendas. That's not, right. that's not even the reason you're getting on that school board. No. You want to be able to serve your time, show up to meetings, do something good for your school and then represent you're a representative. And I thought, man, is that like the board of supervisors? You're not the majority. We get a lot of emails and calls. I'm like, yeah, where well, are the people showing up? And we're most people running your businesses in this county. So right. what, what, what majority are we talking about? And they can't figure out to run a poll. Two well, years in the running and our board of supervisors can't put a little resource towards asking people well, what, they, the, what the people want out of them. The Newsom recall should have been a little bit of a gauge as far as because in Shasta County we voted to recall him. Yep. And Tehama County. Yep. <clears throat> so in other words, we didn't like those lockdown policies. That's what that that was all about. That's mm -hmm. why that there was a majority of people voting that way, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I There's mean, indicators for sure. That would be a great one, but do a poll direct. You yeah, know, I had that easy. wild hair for a while and maybe run that. You know, and I'm thinking, now oh, that'll just get debunked. And, oh, somebody ran a personal and they swung the results and all this and that. So I was like, that'd be a waste of my time because they'll sit up there and do the same thing. And that's what we started talking about. Well, maybe it's time to just take the power back to the people. And what does that look like? If there's a majority of people up here that want a constitutional republic like Orville did, take it. Well, we don't, I don't feel like I need to wait. I need these men, some more families, men, business owners to say, no, we're claiming it for this county. And that would spread. Again, I think that's majority. I well, now so. what do you say to that, supervisors? We have a signed document that we're a constitutional republic that way swings the majority. 
what do you do at that point? You know, because the power is in the people. Now you, you keep well, denying we get, it, you know? Yeah, we get rid of Modi in the recall election. And then uh, now Joe's said he's not going to run again. Yeah. You know, I'm, and I'm, I'm sure Mary won't. And even if she does, she'll get beat. So we're going to have a majority. We got a lot of great candidates uh, stepping up, you know, people that, you know, some of them have never even been involved in politics. I mean, they voted and stuff like that, but they've kind of, you know, they weren't really wanting to talk about those tough subjects that can get you in arguments with people. But now that it's like, it's gotten as bad as it has. I mean, we we're seeing some superstars, you know, come out that they feel like, well, if nobody else is going to do it, I am. And right. um, so I'm, right. I'm pretty excited that we got some stand up people that yeah. um, seem like they're going to would do a really good job. Yeah. And it's like, I was, I was texting with Carlos the other day and uh, it became clear to me. If I think about my lifetime, I just woke up to this political fight that needed to be fought. You know, it, I, I wasn't paying that close attention. You knew, you know, okay, the taxes keep going up. Whoa, when the gas tax hit, everybody was kind of, whoa, my registration. And everyone kind of shudders, and then you just figure it out because you're creative, and it's a little easier to just make a little more money or quit spending over here and just deal with it, right? But then when COVID hit, it came right to our homes. Well, that was the wake-up moment. So we're two years in this political fight where there's some of these jerks online have been fighting for the left side and just, commenting for i don't know how long five ten years or they live in in the university system where they've just been indoctrinated with all this stuff genders and all i mean all of it right the whole enchilada just all which i was just yeah and i was just living my life i'm over here working a career raising my family running a business now i woke up to it and so it's like wait a second i'm more like a white belt on the mat right now with this political stuff and the strategy it takes the money it takes all that it takes right how do i not comply i haven't had to think about that but now it's getting tyrannical. So white belt, don't, I like that. Hey, hey. It hit me, you know? <laughs> Listen, though, Lonnie, don't underestimate how powerful it is by leading by example. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, yeah, like no. I, yeah. Living healthy, creating an environment for uh, people to, to get physically fit and, and just being, you know, you're already a leader in the community. And right. same with Woody. And, and, you know, so whether you've been out there, um, you know, getting gritty and, and, and involved like on a level that you are now, I mean, it, it makes a huge impact just by um, leading by example, you know? So oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's that's really important. So I was, oh, yeah. I was late to the game as far as what to be focused on. I think, you know, I paid attention to national politics first and a little bit of state and hardly any local, you know? Right. And then it was a few years ago that I was listening to a radio show and I think it was Glenn Beck that said, you know, hey, listen, you don't have a lot of effect on national politics. You right. can rage against the machine, but they're, they're, they're not going to hear you. Yeah. And really not even the state. You can go stand on the lawn or write some letters and, mm-hmm. and they'll throw them in the garbage. But you can invite your local representatives right into your community. And that's kind of when we started doing that, you know. And uh, But this this COVID thing is what really made you realize because oh, yeah. the first move when we resisted, Mm-hmm. You know, we resisted and said, all right, we're not going to go along with this. And then we start looking for allies, right? And mm-hmm. we're looking for protections. Right. And the obvious is, hey, well, our first line of defense is our supervisors. They got to stand up for us. Mm-hmm. And then when they didn't, and uh, that was when that Alyssa McEwen moment where here's the mom with the bullhorn. Yeah shaking those dudes down and they're scared to even let her in the chamber supposedly because of covid you know? right and people were were like hey man they're they're not they're not representing us right 
you know and i i think that if that's one of the good things that came out of this i think it'll be a long time before we quit paying attention to local local politics oh we can't ever take our our eye off it certainly not our hand out of it either because it's just you know it's people want to get in there for power and prestige and we will do the racketeering it it will happen it's it's even, even if we get everything you know as good as it can get there's no perfect system but even if we restore a bunch of power and a free economy you know a, a true uh free economy where we don't have this crony capitalism and all these uh uh corporations run every facet of our life right. and and yeah. um you know because uh i we will get lazy we will get uh uh complicit we will we we're, we're gonna i mean it's gonna happen there's yeah. no doubt about it there'll, there'll be a cycle where we have the pendulum swinging you know back and forth so and you're um, gonna have people moving here there's a lot of people moving here from the bay area right mm-hmm. now in la yep because they've realized they they don't have to they can work from home and you know they'll get here and if there's enough money behind other candidates they they can it's if, if we get these right candidates that we want in there, they're not going to be getting bought and they're not going to be catering to these big businesses. They're going to, it's, they're mm-hmm. going to keep things fair, constitutional. So it'll be a fight to hold those seats, but yeah. at least for a while, it's, you're going to be. So there's that old uh, poster of uh, uncle Sam, you know, freedom is not free. Right. Yeah. Remember yeah. that famous oh, poster? Yeah, yeah. And when you're a kid, like, and you see that, you know what I mean? You don't, you don't I, really understand it. And no. now, like, your perspective of that right. poster now is like, wow, okay, freedom isn't free. I get it. Well, my and filter think, always went to, like, veterans or serving in the military. Right. When I thought, it, and I'm like, oh, wait, no, it's right here in our, you know, right in our laps. <laughs> we're fighting for it. And it is. For a majority of people, we're talking rookie year in this fight. Yeah. Yep. They're going, what do I do? How do I help you guys? They see the red, white, and blueprint, and they're like, I am fired up. You know, People are now like, when's the next episode? And we'll, I don't run that side of things. But, you know. I just uh, work here. Yeah. <laughs> for free. Yeah, no, exactly. I just work here for free. That's yeah. right. But that's good. I just volunteer I mean, here. It, it is. I mean, it's worthy to like take a year to kind of assess of what, don't just dive into one thing, start realizing how you're not going to comply or plug in like we keep going over and over, you know, school boards, grand jury, all those different options. And that's why Freedom Coalition is great because it's kind of given some framework to the person that's getting activated and they are a rookie and they need some more information what does it look like to live in this mindset i I had to go through that a lot of that because you know i'd left a government job then a year later they tried to shut my business down and i'm going through ptsd and i'm going what the heck is going on i'm staring around (laughs) somebody better club me i don't know which way to go you know so a lot of us are just trying to get traction but that's okay you know your first day on the mats you're probably going to be one of your most uncomfortable so as you're realizing it and you're starting to come out and speak at a board or do whatever, it's going to be uncomfortable. It, it needs that fresh energy, though. You know, some people because people that have been doing this for a really long time, you know, it's like they're they've been, you know, beating a dead horse for freaking <laughs> decades. You know? yeah, yeah. And, and now there's these people coming in. Oh, what can I do? You know, yeah. and, and uh, so these guys have been in it for a long time. They need people with yeah. that fresh energy to come in totally. and just freaking fire things up, you know, with some passion. And yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I, I think it's it's awesome. You know, everybody is important. Everybody is just as important as anybody else. It's just the only difference is, is if you realize it or not. Right. And then, well, realizing it is one thing, and then acting on it is, the is another. Piece. You know, the yeah. action part. Is, yeah. And that's a, that's what's been, because in, in so many people are coming to the government pillar in the Freedom Coalition, and yeah. there's all these different things, you, ways you can get involved, you know. So, 
So I get in our small group and I say, you know, you can go to school board meetings, you can run for school board, you can go become part of the grand jury. There's just lots of ways to plug in. And then I noticed the second breakout meeting, we, they all came back and they're all just sitting there looking at me and I'm like, so what'd you guys do this week? What, uh, yeah. And they're still like, Oh, well, it's like, no, this is like, I mean, I gave you some things. You have the paperwork, man. <laughs> now it's on you. Yeah, you know what I mean? Absolutely. But they're, but they're just absolutely. not sure how to how to do it. It's because it's uh, it's it's all new. It's foreign. Know? You're a rookie, and that's fine. You yeah. make, but start just digging, whether you start looking into OSHA code if you're a business owner or whether you start looking at what your options truly are, your employee rights, if you're yep. getting stuff coming down the line. All that is just going to help rise the people yep. on, against this whole thing. So that yeah, it's just funny that real. I'm like, man, I'm really a rookie. White belt. I keep getting tapping on everybody. <laughs> get choked out. <laughs> I, I want to see people keep freaking just putting the pressure on the board. You know, the school boards, yeah. on the board of supervisors, on the city council, on the you know all the the health and human services. I want to see people just keep applying the pressure, man. Because I I don't know what's going through the minds of some of these politicians that have are representatives that right. have been in all across the U.S. Uh, you know, on a local level, people are going. I mean, th- nothing like this has ever happened in the United States where there's this many people getting involved in in government and yeah. applying this kind of pr- uh, pressure to you know these people treated us. You know, a lot of, there's a lot of good people. Don't get me wrong, but there's a lot of these people that. You know, they're just used to treating us like peasants and they think that they're, you know, they don't realize that they work for us. And now I think that um, with all this pressure being applied, they're starting to realize, man, it's like these pitchforkers are coming. And I'm (laughs) like, look at at the school board, you know, that resigned. Oh, I didn't realize I was representing these people. I can't represent them. What the heck? Yeah, and look, and <laughs> what were you thinking? <laughs> look, the DOJ and and FBI are trying to say, hey, look, um, you know, you guys are going to be terrorists and you're the enemies. So what? Everyone says, you know what? Flip you the bird. We yeah. don't care what you think. We're still going to go down. Yep. And we're. I they mean, are. how how they're, crazy is that? That they're yeah. going to set up hotlines for so bad. You know, it's yeah. like they they want to scare you away from from even going down and 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 exercising your first amendment rights you know and standing up for your kids and now they're trying to put you in some kind of terrorist category it's freaking wild man i mean this is just a total inversion of reality and being in california we are in the front right they kind of let newsom run right and then we all the rest of the country will follow california so if you think you know that was one thing i was talking to some friends about this weekend we got to drop the language that california is gone because then you're writing off the country if you look at history. If you say, I can't fight for California and it's gone, we lost that a long time ago, this place is written off, well then, well, this country historically has followed us. So you just gave up the country. So if you're moving somewhere else thinking that that's going to change it and you're giving up California, when has it not trended towards the inside from the coast, right? It, I pretty sure there hasn't been anyone that stayed completely outside of those influences because we're seeing these battles across the whole country so california is not lost don't say that language if i go into a a sparring match with woody and i say well Woody's going to kick my ass well probably going to happen well if i'm sitting here saying california's gone what am i fighting for well you're probably right but i don't believe that and it's going to change the way i approach each day and the way i encounter people and fight and that's important we're in this battle do things that you have control of, you know, you, you have enough, you have control of what we have right here in these counties and you can get involved. So, yeah, you know, don't, 
man, I mean, you need to you need to fight just like that. that what was that congressman's uh, name? Clay Higgins. Clay Higgins. Yeah, man, that's the guy right there. That that guy. That speech. I think we should play that one more time if we can as a as a closer. Yeah. You got time for that, Eli? Next week, I want to tell everybody too. Next week, we'll be we'll be covering the Kyle Rittenhouse uh, non not guilty verdict, and uh, I just want to tell you that I've I've watched this whole thing all along, and what that kid did was was heroic. A lot of people say, "Oh, what was he doing there with a gun?" Well, what the hell were the BLM and Antifa protesters doing there, burning the city down? Is the question you should have asked. And where was the government? And where were the cops? And where was the National Guard? Why weren't they there stopping it? And they said, oh, a 17-year-old kid running around with an AR. Shoot, I know lots of World War II veterans, Korean War veterans that joined when they were 16 years old, and they were there spilling their guts for this country. So I don't want to hear any more of that bullshit. (laughs) So let's hear this guy one more time before we close. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, the oppressor's intent is for you to comply with their mandates and commands. They don't expect for you to comply with their commands until the end of COVID. They expect you to comply with their commands until the end of time. Let me be very clear to all your oppressors. You've drawn a line in the sand prepared to defend your position because some of us are free Americans and we would rather die on our feet than live on our knees. You want to get a vaccine? Get it. If you don't, don't. That's called freedom. Freedom is what's at stake and some of us are prepared to carry that fight with every drop of our blood. On January the 3rd, 2023, Republicans will be sworn into the majority in this house behind us here. The hallowed halls of Congress shall once again be under the control of Republican conservatives. On that day, myself and many of my colleagues will introduce legislation to reinstate my military brothers and sisters with full pay back into your rank so stay hard, stay strong, stay in shape. We're going to get you back in your slot. And to my business brothers and sisters out there, do not comply. Use Article 3. Put your attorneys to work. Stand your ground. You have about a year to make it and survive. You can do it. But stand for freedom, and you'll find yourself in, in the company of patriots from sea to shine and sea. Mic drop. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Yeah. Thank you all.